When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. In LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney, Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, let's go. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete. Two hours today on AM570 LA Sports. Game one, division series out at the stadium. Waited a long time for this night, Rodney. How you feeling? I'm fired up, Fred. Are I'm you? fired up. Yes, we've been waiting a long time. And, and I don't know if it's because the Dodgers kind of cruise through this season and we've been anticipating this, some meaningful, real meaningful games for a, a while. There's a little angst. You know, there's a little angst. I'd say a little nervousness, which is natural, I think, going into kind of a do-or-die situation. Um, but it's, it feels like we've been waiting for this for a long, long, long time. Playing the Little Brothers, Bill Plaschke yeah. ripped him to shreds this morning in the paper. Oh, Plaschke. Let him have it. Let him have it. Good. They're they're punky. Let's I play, told you that. Let's play the games first. They're, no, they're like little little punkies. They're yeah, they're punkies. like little gnats. See, they gonna put they gonna put you up on the bulletin board, Fred. Good. They should. <laughs> they should put me up on the bulletin board. Fred Rogan says we're a little punky. You're yeah, like little are. gnats. They are. They really are. <laughs> Give them credit. Give their front office credit. Nice job at the trade deadline to get this club. Don't together. you like that though? I do. I mean, for for teams out here. Um, and like the Padres, the Dodgers obviously are the team that goes for it. But the Padres, with the ownership, they're going for it. And you got to love that because you want to see teams and franchises, especially ones in your division, yes, you want to win the division every year, but you do want teams to be competitive too. And I love the fact that the Padres are all in on trying to win a championship. Yeah, well, they are. They're going yeah. for it. Um, and good for them. You know, I, I've said it. I'll say it again. It's Thanksgiving, and they're at the little kids' table. They, they're not up here with the adults. The adults conduct themselves differently. <laughs> On paper, no question, Dodgers, best team in baseball. They don't get the big turkey leg? Not this year, they don't. <laughs> not this year. They get the little giblets. <laughs> <laughs> get the little giblets. Yeah, that's what they get this year. Oh, they don't God. get the real cranberry sauce. There's a king. <laughs> Right? Yeah. That's what they get down at the end. They don't get the nice, big, plush leather chairs. No. They get the folding chairs. Folding chairs that they pull out. And they get the folding table. The folding table with the uh, with the paper uh, right. tablecloth, right? That's right. That's what they get. <laughs> you just wrap it all up at the end and just put paper plates. Because we know that. they're going to make a mess. Anyway. Yeah, they are going to make a mess. Right. But it's going to be fun. Dave Roberts yesterday talked about the emotion surrounding the series. He also said, yeah, the Dodgers won an awful lot of games this year. But if you really followed the games, you would know 
They won, but there were a couple that could have gone either way. Yeah. So this is no cakewalk, and we understand if people are anxious or have some anxieties as the series begins. You have Julio going starting tonight. Uh, he was asked yesterday, did he have a conversation with Clayton Kershaw about this? And he said, no. Why would I talk to Clayton about this? He knew, by the way, he was going to be starting for a while. He yeah. admitted that. And the reason they're starting him is that on regular rest, if there was a game five, he would be ready to go. Dave Roberts also pointed out that if that were the case, Clayton Kershaw would then be set for the league championship series. So there was some thought put into the whole thing. As for the roster, Hanser Alberto is not on the roster. Right. Miguel Vargas is. Yep. We we uh, we kind of speculated and suspected that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny, during the news conference yesterday, Dave Roberts was asked about the roster. He wouldn't say anything because he wanted to really not put anybody in a position to have to answer questions yet. Yeah. And they released it this morning. But when he was asked about Vargas, he kind of lit up. He, he kind of, a little sparkle occurred. And it mm. was probably the biggest sparkle of his time talking to the media yesterday. So when I heard that, I thought he's on the roster. Hamtaro Alberto is not. So we don't know where he'll be, but please, God, let him be somewhere in front of a camera. <laughs> so the minute somebody gets a hit, he can start dancing. They're going to have the cutaways to uh, to Hanser. Yeah. Um, and he's been great. In all accounts, if you talk to anyone, he's been a great teammate all year. And, and he's he's had some meaningful moments for the Dodgers. I just think that, uh, and I'm sure that they, they – they look at this as Vargas probably could do more things. Vargas obviously can play a lot of different positions, as as can Hanser. But I think that Vargas's offense is probably what outweighs uh, Hanser's and 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 why he's on the roster right now. Um, because in pinch hit situations, I think Vargas they they feel a little bit better about him right now. Uh, Craig Kimbrell did not make the roster. Shocked? No. My only surprise, really. I, I, I thought it was a coin flip between Alberto and Vargas, and I thought maybe Alberto, because he'd been there all year. Yeah. He's such an important clubhouse guy. Yeah. Uh, and brings so much energy. But, you know, they went with the guy they thought could play better. I mean, bottom line. Yeah. Kimbrell does not surprise me at all. He, he didn't mm. pitch well enough to be on this roster, Rodney. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. And he it, it wasn't for... Uh, lack of opportunities either. They stayed with him, and you know Dave Roberts obviously got criticized for trotting him out there time and time again. And more often than not, unfortunately for Craig Kimbrell, is that he did not succeed. He gave up runs, gave up hits, um, was not the guy I, I, I think they envisioned when they brought him in here. And so I'm not shocked at all because – when it came to be uh, August and early September and he still hadn't turned it around, then you, then you start to get in that territory, okay, this is the guy this season. This is who he is. And he's not going to flip a switch and something's not going to change because we keep seeing the same thing and they can't afford to have him on the roster, take up a spot for someone that may uh, be uh, added value for the team. Blake Trinan on the roster. Uh, Dave Roberts said, let's see, he threw a bullpen. Then, yesterday, they wanted to see how he was. So they gave him a day. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see if he had any pain, if he was feeling okay, if he saw his velocity. He said he would talk to the trainers and a decision would be made. Thumbs up, so Trinan's on the roster. Yeah, you like that? I do like that a lot. Yeah. I hope he's good. Even if he's not uh, 
quite up to listen nobody's 100% but even if he's uh, ailing a little bit if he can go if he says he can go yeah. I love this move yeah we've had him on the show yeah we know what kind of guy he is and he's a stand up guy too I think he's one of those guys that's no nonsense he's all about business and if he was feeling some sort of effects from the injury um I think he would let them know I think he would let Dave Roberts know, hey, listen, as much as I want to be out there, I'm not quite ready. I think he's that type of guy that would be straight up honest. Where can't always say that about everyone. I couldn't even say that about myself sometimes. I'd be like, I can go. Let me go. Even though I knew that it probably shouldn't be playing, I would say I could go. So I think he's that guy that would be uh, in a critical moment like this, playoff starting. It's the first round. Um, if he couldn't go, I believe he would say, I can't. All right, Dustin May was another guy in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, he threw mm-hmm. some bullpens. Yeah. And yesterday, at least when Dave talked to the media, I don't know if he had made his mind up, meaning he, Andrew Friedman, the brain trust. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they have seen enough from Dustin May to believe he can go. Yeah. I was, so I was a little bit nervous about him because his last outing was not great. Right. You know, you remember, it was not, not great at all. And that, uh, I think, set some people's minds back a little bit. Is he is he ready? But he did have a couple great outings. And with that talent and that arm talent that he has, it's hard not to keep him on the roster. You got to have a, a guy like that to be able to go to. And uh, and hopefully he can give you, and he's going to give you everything he's got. And, and when he's on, he's almost unhittable. Uh, I'll tell you another guy that I love is on the roster. He was hurt. He came back. And I, I think he could be a sleeper in all of this, at least in the bullpen, is Almonte. Oh, I love Yancey Almonte. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Great attitude. Um, by the way, he looked good. Um, I think he threw an inning or two in, in, in one of those last few games, and he looked really good. So I'm glad he's on the roster, too, because he's got electric stuff, too, when he's on. Now, the other guy was Chris Taylor. Yeah. And he's okay. And that leads me to this story I have to tell you about what happened last night at Dodger Stadium. All right. You went to the wrong spot. Well, you ended up in the wrong area. You ended up in the girls' dressing room. No, 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 no. But I, I think I ended up in the wrong place. So, Dave Roberts. Oh, you think? I think. I think I did. I wasn't told I did, but I'm pretty sure I was. And I even said it on TV. I think I'm in the wrong place. I think I'm not supposed to be here. All right. Three o'clock. Dave Roberts talks to the media. Bob Melvin also came in. And by the way, a quick note on Bob Melvin. Bob Melvin is like everybody's grandfather. <laughs> Bob Melvin is just solid. It, it, nothing can phase Bob Melvin. Yeah. If your house was burning down, he wouldn't scream. He would He would go, your house is burning down. Let's take care of this. Let's, let's figure just, out a way to make this work. Right. I mean, your whole house is burning yeah. down, and he's going, oh, yeah. anybody got a hose? He's a common force. Yeah. yeah, he's very calm, just wonderful to sit and listen to. Uh at one point, people asked him questions, and he said, uh, is that it? Am I done? I mean, just, yeah, you're done. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. And <laughs> off he went. Bob yeah. Melvin, Kevin and I were talking about yeah. it this morning. Yeah. The world is a better place if Bob Melvin is managing a major league baseball. Yeah. I just felt like he's always had a job. For as long as I can remember, Bob Melvin, right. oh, yeah, he's in Arizona. Oh, he's back in Oakland. Oh, yeah. he's in Seattle. It's yeah. like, it's like. It cannot be a major league baseball season unless Bob Melvin is a manager somewhere. Yeah, don't you? Yeah, I get the feeling the same thing. He's <laughs> he's just one of those, one of those good feel good guys that uh, you root for. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, he's on the other side this time. But you root for because he's a good guy. And, and San Diego absolutely made the right choice in bringing him in. Um, and even in the, that controversy in, in New York with the Mets and, and them going after Musgrove in the ear and thinking he had foreign substance on the ear, Bob Melvin came out and was kind of, what's going on, what's going on? And he very calmly said, I hope you test them too. <laughs> I, I hope you're testing the other guys too. And he didn't yell, he didn't scream, he didn't do anything. He looked the umps right in the eye and said, I hope you test them too. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bob Melvin. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Dave Roberts is speaking and he goes, uh, they're going to have a, a hitting session for Chris Taylor after they do the big practice yesterday. And Trace Thompson is going to hit two. Now keep this in mind. So we're out there and... Uh, this is after the Dodgers this, no, practice? Or after this? Dodgers practice, they're going to have hitting for Chris Taylor to see how he is, see if his neck is okay. And, and this is after the Padres had already had their workout. Padres season. are gone now. Padres are done. Okay. Right. okay. So we're out there. The Padres are on the field. They leave. Dodgers come out. They work out. We're all out there. They leave. All right. Now, I'm not standing on the field. Instead, I'm actually where the owners sit. I'm I'm in the dugout club mm-hmm. seats doing my live shots because I don't want to be where everybody else is. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to stand in the exact same spot. If you flip around on TV, everybody looks like they're in the exact same spot. Right. And nobody else ever thinks to move, but I always do. I said, we'll just yeah. stand up here. It's a little different angle. Fine. By the way, Philly's now 7-1 to one over Atlanta in the top of the fifth inning. I'm saying it right now. Phillies yeah. are going to win today. <laughs> All right. So I'm standing in this spot, and uh, – we do our 5 o'clock report. We interviewed our buddy Evan Phillips live. Oh, nice. You got him yesterday. Yeah, interviewed yeah. him live. Yeah. And uh, he remembered the Hollywood Park show. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we like him a lot. I told him before we started, I said, you see, it was good you came on with us. Damn right it was. Because now look good what happened karma. to you. Good karma. He's going to do well because oh. he came on with you yesterday. Yeah, I told him. I said, you know, when you came on with us at Hollywood Park, you know, people were just learning who you were. Now look at you. Yeah, he's a superstar in this town. Right. We, I said, we take the credit. you damn right we do. All right. He started laughing. He goes, you should. <laughs> All right. So we do the 5 o'clock. Now I got to go on again about 6.22. So I'm sitting back in the dugout seats, dugout club area with my photographer, and everybody else is still standing on the field. I don't know, about 5.55. I see the people on the field start to walk off. Everybody's grabbing their camera gear and all the reporters. And now they're leaving the field and going back downstairs. Mm-hmm. But I don't think much about it because I'm just sitting up here and I'm talking to Alex Vasquez, our photographer. All right, so now it's time for us to go on. At about 6.15, we do a tease. I still don't think much about that everybody's gone, you know, because I'm talking to him and we're telling stories and stuff. I said, well, we better turn on the camera. He goes, okay, yeah, let's get ready. I said, as a matter of fact, let's just move over a little bit because the shot, there's a security guy now standing right where you're shooting. Mm-hmm. So let's move over a little bit. He goes, okay. So he turns on the camera, and I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, Chris Taylor and Trace Thompson walk on the field. Remember, Dave Roberts said they were going to have this special hitting thing for them to see how they were. Mm-hmm. So they walk on the field. I'm really not thinking much of anything. Wait, let me hit this straight. So they're having that. They he Dave Roberts told everyone yeah. that they're going to have a special hitting <laughs> session, and you see everybody leave. 
But I didn't react. I was just sitting there. Which would lead you to believe that this was not to be filmed and no one was supposed to be on the field while they had this special But I didn't realize it at the time. I didn't realize it. And did I didn't, you, and I'd forgotten. Did you see everybody leave? Yeah, you know, I saw everybody leave. But I thought, oh, so they're leaving. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, this did you have special privileges because? Yeah. yeah no, yeah. I was just sitting away from everybody. And I saw him leave and it didn't really register. Fred's the say, dean. Come on. It didn't register. I'm the dean. It didn't register for you to go, oh, why is everybody leaving right now? Where no, are they going? It did not register. Okay. So now I'm sitting here and we turn on the camera. Trace Thompson and Chris Taylor walk out. And Rodney, I am as close to Chris Taylor as you are to me because of where I'm standing. And he's in the on-deck circle, and he's just mm. swinging. And I look at Alex, and I go, man, are we supposed to be here? <laughs> I don't I don't think we're supposed to be in you here right now. You actually asked that question knowing the answer to that. No, I, well, I still didn't know. Yeah, you did. So anyway, we have to do the tease now. So we come on and do the tease, and I'm this close to Chris Taylor. And as I look around the field, now I see Trace Thompson is at the plate. Chris Taylor is on deck. There's one pitcher out there. Dave Roberts is standing to the side with his arms folded watching next to Andrew Friedman. I'm thinking, oh, God, now this is going to be bad. If they turn around and see me, if I'm not supposed to be there, they're going to yank me out of here right now while we're supposed to go on. So I do the tease, and I talk very quietly. So, like, nobody will know I'm talking. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 wait. Hiding. So we come on now. So now we come on. And now I'm saying So that. you've done the tease already. Right, now. and I said to Alex, we got to get the hell out of here. I mean, if I don't think we're supposed to be here. Seriously. So we, you do the tease, but how long before you go live? I've got two and a half minutes now. you got two and a half minutes, right. okay. So I'm saying, we got to get the hell out of here. Right. I mean, I don't think we're supposed to be here. And he says, we can't get all this gear out of here. Where are we going to go? We're not going to be able to get on if we get out of here. I said, well, damn, now we're in trouble because we got to go on. But I don't think we should go on from here. So I said, back up, back up. So we back up a couple of rows in the dugout club seats. But you could still see us if you turned around. So now instead of being three feet from Chris Taylor, I'm six feet from Chris Taylor. (laughs) So now we come on. They roll our little sports open. It's the NBC4 sports desk. And I come on and I'm kind of laughing when we come on. I go, listen, I'm going to talk like this is how I'm talking on TV. I'm going to talk like (laughs) we're at a golf tournament because I don't think we're supposed to be in here right now. So I'm just going to kind of whisper like this because (laughs) I don't want anyone to hear me because we'll be in trouble. I did the entire sports report like that. The entire sports report. And I said, you know, there's Chris Taylor. And he kind of pointed the camera at Chris Taylor. I said, Dave Roberts and Andrew Friedman are watching. I'm doing the whole thing like that. The minute it ends, and I cannot wait for that three minutes to be over fast enough. Okay, we'll see you tonight at 11. I heard the music, which means I was done. I have never run from a place as fast in my entire life. I I said, Alex, I got to go. Yeah, we have something going to say. Where's where's Alex? You left Alex. You left my man Alex there with the equipment. Alex, you on your own, baby. Hey, Alex, you need any help? Oh, good. No? Okay, bye.
Man, I ran out of there as fast as I could. I ran. Got to the elevator, right to my car. Like I was gone. Like I never was there in the first place. And I honestly. And you aired the shots of Chris Taylor and Trey Thompson hitting. Well, we just panned the camera over and then panned real. Because otherwise, I was just standing in an empty stadium with seats behind me. Right. But did you get any of them in the cage? It wasn't cage. It was live pitching. So did you get any of them in the live pitching? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't think they hit it. So he'd pan over and you'd see him up there ready. And then he'd come back. So you couldn't really see if they hit it or not. You could probably hear it. But you couldn't see it. I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to get kicked out of here. And you didn't think to just say, hey, uh, Dave, Andrew, are we okay here? I just got to finish up a live shot. Are we okay? You know what You know what got me? You know what made me think we were in trouble? When all of a sudden a security guy moved right in front of our camera. <laughs> I oh, thought, God. You left that part out, Fred. Yeah, well, when Jesus, the, but of he course. Was, but he was facing the field. So that's why I said we blocking to, your shot. We have to reposition. I said we got to move over here. And you know we know everybody at Dodger Stadium, and everybody's really nice. But I thought I, I don't think I should be in here. And you didn't think to ask. It you, was too late. You wanted to be in there. No, no, no. You didn't think to ask someone. Hey, listen, uh, we got to go live, and uh, I, we were just setting up our shot, and everybody left, but we're here live. My my problem Is it was okay. It, we do this. My you pro- didn't think to ask anyone that. My problem was if I had done that. Because I was no. so oblivious to everyone leaving, I wouldn't have had enough time. There was nowhere for me to go. I mean, I couldn't so have gone on. Don't ask, don't tell. You were like, I'm not going to ask because they're going to tell me no. And if they tell me no, we have no ch- chance to get this live shot done. Well, yeah, I mean, you just talk about being oblivious. I kind of saw because I was talking to Alex. We haven't seen each other in a while. We're telling stories. And I saw everybody start to leave. And there were still a few people out there. And I didn't realize... It, that they had left as well. So when I finally realized everyone was gone, because then I looked around and said, where is everybody? Why are we the only ones in here? Where did everybody go? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So tonight I have a new... act like we're supposed to be here. Right. And nobody will say anything. That's kind of how it ended up. So tonight I do have that new plan. I think I mentioned to you yesterday. (laughs) You know, when you're not the rights holder, you cannot air anything from the field... Uh, after one hour before the game, all right? Yeah. So you got to be off the field. So at 5 o'clock, for example, I'll be on at 5.20, I'll be on the mm-hmm. field. Right. But I got to be off at 5.30. Right. We also have a, a news broadcast that comes on at 6 o'clock. So at 6.20, I'm back on. But I can't be on the field mm-hmm. because you got you cannot be on the field. So I told you what I'm going to do. I told you yesterday. I'm going to do it from our suite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going up to those bobbleheads. <laughs> You're not going all the way up top? No, I'm not going to walking the, all the, the way. the 24th floor? No, because once you leave, here's your problem. Once you leave yeah. the suite, yeah. you lose your seat. Yeah. And I'm not losing my seat. So I'm going to the suite, getting my seat, going to do my 6 o'clock report and sit back down. <laughs> because if you leave, you lose it. Wait, no, as, because what time's the game? 6.30. 6.30. And your And your live spot is when? 6, 6.20. Six. <laughs> I'm not going out. I don't care. I don't care. I will so not we, go to those bobbleheads. So you're doing it in the suite. Obviously, there's the game getting ready to start, so there's people all in the suite. Oh, yeah. And, and you're doing your live shot inside the suite. Yeah, I'll just ask them to spread out. <laughs> Can you guys move a little bit? And what will Don say? I, I told Fred, Don. Fred, what the hell are you doing? I told Don came in this morning. 
And he said, uh, Kevin was in here. Came in, he goes, are you going tonight? I went, yeah, Don, I'll be there. You got to make sure how much room we have, all right? Right. He didn't want, want you in there taking up too much space there. For right. Him. He wanted to know if I was going. I said, yeah, I'll be there. I said, I'm going to do the uh, 6 o'clock show from the suite. <laughs> he just looked at me. That's all right. Just want to make sure if you're there or not. Uh, I'm going to do it for the sweet. Oh. Hey, everybody, move over there. I got to do this live shot. Right. You guys, are, you know, all you sponsors that give millions of dollars to the stage, just get out of the way. Get no, the- no, if you give millions of dollars to the stage, you can stand in the background. We'll put you on TV, too. I mean, you know, watch uh, Channel 5 and Channel 2 and Channel 7. They'll be out by those stupid bobbleheads. <laughs> Not me, my friend. I'm going to be inside that stadium yeah, in the baby. suite. Yeah, yeah. Good for you, Fred. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Kevin's going, shut up, Fred. We got to go to a break. I would have said it more nicely than that, but that was what I was intimating, yes. Yeah, okay. Here's the deal. Dodger fans, we want to hear from you. 866-987-2570. How are you feeling as we get going tonight? How do you feel? And be honest about it. Are you apprehensive? Are you excited? How do you think this series for the Padres will go? Yeah, and do you ever think the Padres should come up to the big kids' table? You know what they get? You get Thanksgiving? They don't even get turkey. What do they get? They get those chicken legs. Oh, Lord. 866-987-2570. Bro, yo, it's Cruz. J. Cruz, Cruz Show, Real 92.3. Shout out to my guys, Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete. Those are my guys, my guys. Hey! Don't nothing change with the change. We on your head like a bang. Oh, yeah, let's go. It's Tuesday. It's game day. It's Rodney Pete. It's Fred Rogan. Come on. Talk to us. Talk to us, Freddie. 866-987-2570. By the way, uh, what are the Phillies up? 7-1 now? 7-3. Waves got two. All right. They're in the uh where they at the bottom of the fifth. Phillies up seven to three. And by the way, Max Fried was the guy that got torched for Atlanta mm. today. Yeah. They sent their ace out there. And he got his ace kicked pretty good. Whoa. But Whoa. Uh, a lot so- of game left though. Bottom five, seven, three. A lot so of I, game left. So I should not have done like the live betting and taken Fred's advice and taking Atlanta to win when they were up seven to one. Well, Atlanta's going to win. Okay. What, what are you talking about? I'm sure Toronto thought they were going to win this weekend they too. Did too, yeah. A lot of crazy, when strange things big. happen. Okay. Well, Phillies going to win this first game. Okay. Hey, right. Phillies are in trouble right now. They are, they down seven three. They scored two. They got one out and two men, two men on. on base. Bottom of five. You know what? A lot of game left, Fred. Talk take me. that bet? You know what I'm saying? You want to take that bet right now? want to bet right now? I'll take the Phillies. Yeah. You taking the Phillies right now? Right now. Let's go. All right. I wings. Got, all right. Yeah, we'll do wings. Yeah. All right. So you're taking Atlanta to come back and win? Yes. Okay. I got the, I got the Phillies. Okay. All right, Dodger fans, what are you thinking? How you feeling? Fernando in Riverside, what do you think? Oh, man, I'm feeling good. I think we got this. No problem. I'm so excited they left Chicken Wing off the roster so we don't got to worry about blowing it in the ninth inning when we're up by five runs. So we got this. All right. Appreciate it. Feeling confident. Yeah. Who did he mean by Chicken Wing, you think? You know, I, I don't know if we need to get testy here. You know, Craig t- Kimbrell. Yes, with his, oh, with those his stance. weird stance. Yeah. I think that's what got him. Well, he's been doing that you for must, years, you Fred. What's been working for him that made him an all-star closer multiple times? That's what yeah, got him? Exactly. Right. Well, you know what I think? I, I think uh, time's up with that. And he did that, started doing that because he had an injury, yeah, right? He yeah. had like a biceps tendon biceps injury or tendon, something. It was the only way right. it felt comfortable when he was right. Yeah, well, ready. maybe he should walk around. Does he walk around all day long like that? No. 
So if, if you see him like, walking down the street, is he like this? No. Well, a lot of guys don't walk around doing their their pre-pitched stance. Yeah, but that. I mean, if it makes his arm feel better, how come he just doesn't walk around like this the whole time? I think it makes his arm feel better when he's leaning in to yes. actually see the signs from the catcher, Fred. Not just in general. It's a specific, you know, thing that he does to make his arm feel better. Not like he's going to the grocery store, <laughs> walking around like that. It doesn't matter at the grocery store. All right, Billy and Encinitas, how do you feel? Uh, first of all, Fred, I just want to tell you the Phillies bullpen is terrible, so yes. that may not have been a great catch. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. All right, Billy says I should retire. I, I got a fish on the line for the rest of the series. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they showed up against St. Louis, but their bullpen has just been terrible all year. You don't know what you're going to get with them. So, um, I'm feeling very confident. Um, I live in Encinitas, and a lot of the Padre fans that I know um, they already feel like they're out of it, like they got no chance. Oh, they do? Um, the one thing is, oh, yeah. They, I'm thinking they that down there, they're feeling pretty confident coming off that victory of the yeah. Mets. They, they got, they're world you know, beaters the, now. The team is feeling confident, it sounds like, but a lot of the fans, they feel like they don't have a chance at all. Wow. That's at least the people I've talked to. Um, so I'm confident, but I don't like what the Phillies are doing today right now to the Braves. And the hot hand, that's the hard thing. Like, they, we haven't played a, a, a meaningful game in so long. Yeah, yeah. So that's what bothers me. Um, but, but I like our chances. I love our lineup. I love Julio on the mound, Kershaw tomorrow. I just feel like we just got too much. Hey, Billy, and by the way, don't be concerned about what the Phillies are doing to the Braves. You know, the Phillies have a really bad bullpen. <laughs> we don't. All right, man. Thanks for, thanks for that insight, Fred. Appreciate it. Uh, Art down in San Diego. Art's on the app. Yeah. He's a Padre fan. We want to hear Come from on, him. Come on, Art. Come on, got, Art. Stick Sorry, out your guys. chest, baby. Stick out your chest. That guy from Encinitas is tripping. We're, we, got, we got this. Odds are with us because the Dodgers have been kicking our ass all year long. So I like the odds because uh, even that, I hope. <laughs> but even if, they, even if the Dodgers do win the series, I'm going to root for the Dodgers because I'm a SoCal guy. Oh, okay. a lot of, Yeah, a That's lot of Padre fans trip out. Oh, how dare you? You trade or whatever. It's sports. You can root for who you want to. So, fan first, Dodgers fan second. Okay. Appreciate it, Art. I wonder if the situation was reversed. Could you do that? Could Dodger fans root for the Padres if they were to end up getting past the Dodgers? No. No? No. No. I wouldn't think so, especially, you know, this group of Padres in particular because of Manny and a lot of people are turned off by Soto and the way that he acts. In general, right. you'd be like, hey, little brother, hey, go ahead, do your thing. It's all right. We've been kicking your ass for 50 years. But this particular group of San Diego yeah. Padres, probably not. Yeah, if you're yeah. not from San Diego, they're, they're not cocky. likable. They're not. Right. Well, yeah. well, I think Kevin's right and makes the point that it's it's really this group of guys. Yeah. Because you look at the roster, Manny didn't leave here on great terms. He's kind of been a little cocky when it comes to the Dodgers and a little attitude towards the Dodgers. Obviously, you Darvish didn't leave here on good terms either. Um, so Dodger fans are not happy with him. And, you Soto. know, like you said, the Soto thing, the Soto his antics. Um, and I just think, you know, they got a little chip. Blake Snell's got a little thing on his shoulder too. Could he get some oh. sleep before the series starts, please? No, he's playing video games, Fred. My That's God, what he does doesn't didn't uh, Vasse tell ritual. us that a couple of yeah. couple of years ago when the Dodgers played him in the World Series? Yeah, he stays up. up all night playing Fortnite. Yeah, he does. you know what he needs to do? 
He needs to put cold cucumbers on his eyes oh. to take down that swelling Good from technique. lack of sleep. You know what I mean? Can we get a cosmetologist on the show one day to talk about this? I mean, I feel like he's had a pretty decent career to this yeah, point. I think so, so it's too, working Fred. I think he's working for him, Fred. I think it's just, you know, the bags are there. Just yeah. leave him there. Right. Leave him there for all time's sake. Do they charge him like going on an airplane for extra baggage? Wow. Wow, Fred. No, Fred. No, no, <laughs> Some no, no. For that. And, and, and I think that they have, they got a little, you know, underdog um, giant beater thing going with them yeah. right now. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the whole incident with Musgrove and the ear, I think that bonded them. Like they're, you know, the world's out to get us. They don't, they don't respect us. How dare you suggest that I'm cheating to beat you? And uh, so, yeah, they got the, they got a little, they got a little chip going on right now. All right, Bob and Colvina, go ahead. Hey guys, um, yeah, I'm a Dodger fan from way back. I have a good friend in San Diego who won't bet me this time. Ah, he's tired of losing to me, and uh, I feel pretty confident. Because, you know, like everybody knows, we've, we've owned the Padres. But there's this part of me that says, you know what, we might have pissed them off one too many times. So as long as we play, I say we, the Dodgers, especially Bellinger and Chris Taylor, as long as everybody performs up to their potential, the Padres are going to be done in four games. But you just never know. We all start out 0-0. Zero and zero. So there's what I got. All right. We appreciate the call. Bob, thanks. Appreciate it very much. Let's do uh, one. Do one more real quick, Rob. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go. Sambino, Sambino hey, in LA. How you the feeling, big Sambino. Sambino? How's it going, everybody? Very excited about tonight. I think Urias is going to have a great game one. I think this is a statement game for him to be able to say to Dave Roberts, "I'm the I'm the new number one on this team, and not to be used out of the bullpen ever again, like he was a couple years ago or last year or whatever it was." But deeper than that. I think that this is the year that our bullpen is really going to have a lot on him because it's kind of been the thing over the last five years that I feel like we've missed in the postseason is that shutdown seven, eight, nine, and with Kimberl out of the back spot, I'm interested to see who you know really emerges as a gratterall, uh, you know who comes out of this as as our shutdown guy, and do we have him? Yeah, good point. Good point. I think it's going to be by committee, but I think the committee is pretty good. Yeah, that's right. right. It's one of the committee meetings you want to attend. <laughs> yeah. A lot of committee meetings you don't yeah. want to be in. Yeah, Like the LA City Council. No, you don't want to be a part of that one. That, that's a committee meeting you don't need to be at right yeah, now. We air some of that, but we can't. You know, little uh, Too many FCC bleeps. violations on that. You Too know many what I mean? Bleeps. Oh, yeah. that They had a meeting down in the council chambers today. Yeah. Um, let's just say KFI got to put a lot of work into the dump button this morning. I'll just put it that oh, way. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe we should bring Shannon Farron on to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yes, go get her. Maybe we'll do that. All right, let's see if we, if we can't get her today. We'll try tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, coverage of Game One of the National League Division Series begins tonight at five thirty. First pitch at six thirty. Listen to every play in HD on the free iHeartRadio app. The keyword is AM five seventy, LA Sports. Next hour, David Vassay will join us as he heads out to the stadium to get ready. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Today's afternoon delight is B.R.O. Better ride out by a boogie with a hoodie. 26-year-old MC recruited Roddy Rich as a featured artist on this track that dropped late last week. 
This track is slated to appear on the upcoming fourth studio album and marks the first time since 2020 that the two have collaborated on a track. The album entitled Me Vs. Myself is slated to be released on November 4th. Again, today's afternoon delight is B.R.O. Better Ride Out by a boogie with a hoodie. All right, Rodney. I think everybody's pretty confident. Yes. Don't you think? Yeah, but I feel like there's a, there's a few buts in there with some of our callers. Yeah. And some people that I've talked to, too. It's like yeah. everybody's confident. But, uh, but, I don't know, but I don't know what they think about it. Yeah. You know, so it's always, it's, it's the confidence, but it's the unknown. I think that people are a little bit shaky about because you hear that, hear it in their voice. And one of them, one of the callers made a good point is that the Dodgers have been off for over a week. I know. And, and is, is Russ going to set in for this first game where the Padres are flying high off for, you know, after coming out of you know out of New York and beating the Mets team that I don't think a lot of people gave him a shot to beat. Yeah. And so they're feeling very confident and the Dodgers are the Dodgers gonna be rusty in game one. Right. Well so we'll see. We're seeing it uh with the Braves today. A little bit. Yeah. Phillies bit. got out of that problem. Yeah, they, they did. Max Fried, you know, like you mentioned, got got lit up just early. Torched. And uh now the Phillies are on a roll. All right, well look who just walked in with who? food. Who? He's bringing he's bearing gifts. And now, baby, from the court to the courtroom with Jacob Emrani. Okay. (laughs) Our weekly visit with our good friend Jacob Emrani. And Jacob has decided to come in today. Jacob, how are you? How are you? It's Jacob Emrani, the delivery man today. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So this is part of the big Wexler's Deli promotion you did. That's right. That's right. Uh, This is the Big Check Sandwich. By Carl Jacob, oh, and yeah. it's a great sandwich we put together, and all of the proceeds are going to the L.A. Food Bank. So not only good food, but a great, great cause. That is fantastic, Jacob. You you always are giving back to the community, man. How did the walk go? Actually, the walk went amazing, amazing. Yeah. We had a great turnout. We I had, saw it. You were. You, I saw you getting and starting everybody up, and it was a great turnout. You got. You know, it was a great turnout. It's always great to be able to have people who come out, especially on a Saturday morning, you know, at 8 o'clock in order yeah. to uh, support a cause like, you know, the fight against breast cancer. And uh, it's just incredible when you have people come to you and talk to you about their personal uh, experiences of a mother, a wife, a sister, a daughter who has actually gone through this and, you know, gives you even more fuel to Want to do more and more and more in order to fight this. Well, it's great, and you do it every year. Uh, you're out there. You're out there for people. But, I mean, you've been doing it for so long, and that's why you got into the business, for people. You know, it's always great to be able to do something that you enjoy. You guys do it every day, right? You guys do something that you're great at. Yeah. I think you Most enjoy, days I right? like Fred. Right. <laughs> Most days. Nobody you said know. we're great at it, but you know. Well, that's, well, com- I, that's most, coming from me, from a fan. I tolerate Fred. You know, Jacob. You know, you've been around him. You know, you can only take him in doses sometimes. And listen, people look forward to you guys getting on, right? So there's a there's a reason for it. You know, you bring, you bring something everybody needs. And I think, you know, if we can do what we do, enjoy it, and help people, then we've, we're very, very lucky. Jacob, yeah. I have a question for you. All right. You know, and, and I was thinking about this, Rodney. I hope so. Be, well, most of the time I don't think before I speak. <laughs> and uh, facts. You know, you're here on the show. 
you have a huge presence in the market. Uh, you, you have messaging and commercials on TV as well. And you have people talking in the commercials. Are those real people? They are. They are. I mean, one of the greatest things is when we settle a client's case and they say, I want people to know what you did for me. I want people to know my experience and I want people to understand that there is somebody out there who's going to fight for them. There's not a bigger compliment you can get when you've got a guy who calls you every single week asking when he can share his experience. And, you know, at the end of the day, we do our best. There's going to be people who expect, you know, us to change the laws in California. They expect us even to change the facts of what happened when they got injured, which unfortunately I can't do. But when, you know, we are given the facts and we are given the, you know, protection of the law, it's our job to fight for them. And there's nothing better, you know, at the end of the day when people are happy about getting justice. And, uh, you know, I can't stress it enough. And you, you have been doing this for so, so long. But the fact that you don't charge people until you win their case, that is something that not everybody does. And you, I'm sure, are one of the few firms that do that. Because anybody that's dealt with lawyers and yes. had to deal with lawyers knows that clock starts to tick as soon as you pick up the phone and, you know, what am I being charged for here? What am I being charged? So that comfort level of being able to pick up the phone, call you, have you evaluate the case, and not have to come out of pocket, that is huge. When did you start doing that? And... Again, how do you survive doing that? Yeah, so I mean, that's an amazing question. You know, when I came out of law school, one of the things that actually was a little concerning and made me even think whether, I mean, having the knowledge of an attorney, I think you can use that in everyday life, right? Even if you don't practice law. And I think one of the biggest things that was keeping me from wanting to practice law is I didn't want to be under the control of a client who made me have to tell them every single second mm -hmm. of what I do to get paid. So when personal injury gave me the opportunity to work on a contingency, which means I am going to take a risk with my client. I mm. am a partner with my client. I will put the time. I will put the money. I will put the effort. I will pay up front and wait at the end to share in the result of my client without having to give any kind of a, whether I put a hundred hours or a thousand hours that felt good. Even more than that, why personal injury feels good is because it doesn't matter whether you have been unfortunately put on the side of the street without a penny in your pocket or whether you are a multimillionaire, you can afford me because you're not paying anything. Right. You know, many people are afraid to talk to attorneys because you have to write a big fat check before yeah. they even look at your case. Well, that's not what we do. And, and you guys know better than anybody because we've been doing this together for a long time is that even if you call our office and we do review your case and we tell you what we think, you still don't have to hire us. So it really is a great opportunity in order to let people know what their rights are. And the way we do survive, and that's a great question, is we work on passion. We try to take cases that we believe we can win. And we try to do everything we can in order to get the best result. And if you can do that, you will learn how to, how to not only survive, but actually be able to grow and continue to help more and more people every day. And there are some cases you evaluate and you say, there's no win here? Of course. I mean, yeah. you know, there are cases, here's a perfect example. You know, there's pedestrian cases where if somebody was jaywalking and you get a police report that would, puts the client at fault, you can make a decision not to take that case because you already have a police report where jaywalking is against the law. 
But starting January of 2023, jaywalking is not against the law anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, the facts and the laws are going to change all the time. And our job is to analyze and give feedback. Our job is to tell you what your rights are. And I'll, I'll tell you, Fred, I have people who get upset at us because we can't take their case. But what I tell them is I don't want to take your case and run you around for two years and come back to you and give you the same result I could tell you today. I'd rather be honest with you. I'd rather say no to this case and have you come back to me when I can actually help you. And a lot of people, they really appreciate the fact that even when we can take their case, we still put in the time to explain to them why. And that's what makes them where they say, I'm going to be your client for life. And we appreciate that. Yeah, I can imagine there are a number of people that believe their case is winnable, right? Even when you're you're flat out honest with them, hey, this 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 is uh this is not a winnable case and but still believe that they can win it. Do you get those that just won't give up or are relentless in terms of go win my case for me, Jacob, please? Well, I get a lot of people who think they know the law. Oh. And God. you know, they tell us what we should be doing. Oh. And I mean I respect it because when you're injured or if a family member is injured, emotions are just as much, right? Emotions emotions are there just as much and you want results and you want justice. It doesn't matter whether your kid was at fault or your wife was at fault. So a lot of times they tell us, well, but you should be going and telling them this or telling them that. And I won't lie to you, in the beginning of my career, I was like, yeah, you're right. I am gonna go tell them that. But then a year and a half later, when I re- realized that I couldn't get a result for them or for us, we decided to tighten our belt. And for that reason, we take... You know, we are picky about the cases we take, not because we don't want to help everyone, but because we want to be able to help the people and go deep so they can get the result they want. And not waste people's time. Absolutely. You want to hang for a bit? Oh, I would love it. I've been waiting for this for how long to come back in here and hang out with you guys in person. 2020. You know what? It's good you're here (laughs) because I think maybe more so than anybody in this room, you need spirituality. So why don't you hang (laughs) for Uh, some spirituality? Yes, we have our spirituality coming up around the corner. Oh, boy. Also, David Basset will join us coming up at 1.30. As we get ready for game one, Dodgers and Padres at the stadium tonight. You'll hear it right here on AM570 LA Sports.